0: So, of course, after I wrapped last episode, I kept thinking to myself, what, what, what story, what celebrity did I forget to talk about when I was talking about my Malibu farm run-ins? And, of course, as soon as I clicked end episode, it pops into my head. So, like I said, celebrities go into, I feel like, you know, they go into restaurants, and as soon as they find them, they go there like every day for like a week or even a month, and then and then and all of a sudden, poof, you never fucking see him again. And it happened with the fucking one and the only, the character Andy Dick, right? So he used to come in for breakfast and like he would come by and like refill his coffee, and we would let him because you know whatever. And I forget like one day I did like I, I interacted with something with, with him somehow, and he was just like, you know, like. Who are you? And I'm like, oh, yeah, my name is Vinny. He's like, oh, how could i never seen you before? And I'm like, I don't know, man, just fucking doing my thing. And long story short, we, we he would come in, we would say hello and stuff, and then eventually it got to the point where he figured out that I was doing stand-up or I told him or wanted to be an actor or whatever, right? And I forget exactly what happened, but basically every time I would see him, he'd be like, we you at my show last night? and I'm like uh no I don't I, I didn't know you had a, f- a fucking show. And he goes you you weren't at my show at flappers, huh? And I go no. He's like I I did that show for you. And I'm like what the fuck are you talking about? He's like I-, I did a lot of jokes that I thought you would you would appreciate. And I'm like Andy, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? I I've, I've said hello to you a couple times at the restaurant. What do you mean that show was for me? And he would just like say like weird shit. And then um he like t- like I feel like he like he's like give me your number and text me and then I'm I'm gonna text you next time I, next time I have a show and I go okay so he texted me the next time he had a show and um my friend Lissy who Lissy if you're listening what's up Lissy how you doing uh she was in the shorts that I, I wrote uh, that's on YouTube on my YouTube page and um, cause she does stand up too and I'm like Lissy you gotta come with me to the show I'm not sure if he wants to fuck guys fuck girls fuck both of us but you, you c- come and help me out. And she's like, "All right, fine." So we go to a show with Flappers. And then we hung out at like Swingers, and um, I was sitting next to Andy. We're at Swingers, classic diner in Santa Monica, which I think has shut down because of fucking COVID. Um, it was a classic diner, and I'm sitting next to Andy, and he goes, "Are you, are you, um, fucking Lissy? And I go, uh, "No, no, we're we're just friends." And he goes, "Okay, good, because I kind of want to fuck her." And in my head, I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Load off my shoulders. <laughs> I thought you wanted to fuck me. He's like, yeah, she's pretty hot. I'm like, yeah. He's like, you know, you guys, I'm running this acting class um, at the West Side Comedy Theater. You guys should come. You just come for free. And I go, oh, um, okay, great. He's like, it's next Saturday. It's from 1 to 3. And just uh, come and just hang out. And I'm like, oh, great. Okay, awesome. So we go to his co- his quote-unquote acting class, which was literally, it was from 1 to 3 or like 1 to 4. And from 1 to 2.30, or from, yeah, it was, like, 1 to 4, but, like, from 1 to, like, 2.45, it was just him talking about himself. <laughs> and, then, and then, like, one by one, he called us up, and, like, we did, like, our, like, act we had, like, three or four minutes to, like, do our act, and then he would just, like, critique our act, but, all, like, just only bring up, like, his bits. You know, the, the joke you did about that really reminds me of my joke. Everyone's like, oh, we don't know that joke. It's like, okay, I'll do it. Sit down, sit down. And then you get off stage. he'd go on stage and then do his joke. And then, so, long story long story long, the weird part I'm getting to is I had my guard down. Because I thought he just wanted to bang Lissy, and the rumors about him being gay were just rumors, right? Not that I have anything wrong or of a problem with he's gay. I just, you know, he he's very, it seemed like he was very flirtatious, and I guess I just mistook that for him being kind, right? But again, long story long, I sent him a, um, a uh, my series, right, to look at. And I see him one day in Malibu and I'm like, Hey Andy, did you get my uh, my thing? He's like, I've been meaning to talk to you about that. Um I'm walking to uh, the country mart right now. Do you wanna walk with me real quick and I can talk to you about it? And I'm like, Yeah, sure. So I walked him to the country mart and like he gives me some feedback and then we're walking back and I am about to pass my car and he goes, Oh, uh, this is your car? I'm like, Yeah, he's like, Well, why don't you just walk walk me to my apartment and uh, um, uh, I'm right down the street and then, you know, maybe uh, you know, we can just like get a you know, just hang out for a little bit and i'm like oh uh yeah sure whatever fine and so we're walking by and we see this like really ripped dude and he goes like he's like look at him and i go yeah 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 great he's like if you were to take your shirt off would you look like that and i go um no i, <laughs> I um i don't i don't have a six pack i i like to i like to eat and then he and then he he goes and he grabs my belly over my shirt and he goes, "Whoa, yeah, you gotta get rid of that." And I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, okay, thanks, man." He's like, "I mean, I'm not trying to be a dick here, but you moved from New Jersey, right?" And I go, "Yeah." And he goes, "And you want to be a movie star?" And I go, "Well, I mean, I'd like to, you know, have a career in entertainment." He's like, "He's like, you have the, le- you you could be a leading man, but you got to look like that. You can't walk into an audition looking like you look right now, and get a part." You've got to be, there's only one Vinny. You've got to be the best version of Vinny that you can be. So lose that. Lose that fat. And I'm like, okay, thanks Andy. Why don't you cut the fucking booze and coke and hookers and shit and I'll cut out fucking, you know, the Terry Massoud and a couple of cannolis I have a week, you cocksucker, literally. So we're walking down the beach and like, you know, we fucking get out of the way. And then we see this large black woman and he goes, look at that. And I go, yeah, he's like, what would your mom say if you brought her home? And I go, um, I I think she'd be a little surprised because that's not really my type. And he goes, What would your mom say if you brought me home? And I go, ah, you know, I I think she would be even more surprised. And he goes, Why? And I go, Because I don't ha- like men and he goes oh hmm, okay and I go D- do you <laughs> I think I literally said it like this. I go do you do you fuck guys and he goes well I wouldn't say fuck guys but I have and I have gotten fucked a few times but like you for instance what I would really like to do is just jerk you off ah, uh, okay, ah, uh, uh, okay, he's like, okay, well, this is my apartment, and I go, oh, God, um, I've, I should be going, he's like, don't be silly, just come walk me in, walk me into my apartment, I'll give you the, I'll give you the tour, and then, you know, maybe we'll hop on the ocean, and I go, well, I, I don't have my, my bathing suit, he's like, just go in your boxers, I'll be in my boxers, you be in your boxers, I would just go in the ocean, and I cannot tell you how uncomfortable I was, but I mean, I just was, I was shocked, I was fucking shocked, and just like frozen, and I'm like, okay, and I walk into his apartment, and he's like, all right, here's the tour, and this is that, this is that, and then, without even announcing that we were turning into the bathroom, we just walk into the bathroom, he takes his dick out, and he starts peeing. And I'm like, oh, shit! He's like, it's okay. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. And I leave the bathroom, and I'm like, holy shit, man. What the fuck? What the fuck is going on? What the fuck is going on? And then we go into his bedroom, he's like, "Here, come, come in with me. He's like, come into the bedroom. I have a great view of, of the ocean. I go into his room, and there's two chairs. On one side of the room, and then there's a couch slash like futon thing on the other side of the room. And I sit, I sit on one of the solo chairs, and he sits on the couch. And he looks at me and he goes, "What are you doing? Come over here, sit on the couch." And I go over, and I sit on the couch. And he's like, "You seem stressed." And I go, "I just, I think the whole jerking off thing threw me off a little bit." He's like, "Okay, don't worry about it. Okay." And then, thank God, he smells pot coming from outside. He goes, huh? is that pot? This is a sober living facility. Is, is one of my roommates smoking marijuana? And we go outside. and We find this guy smoking weed. And we start hanging out with him. And now it's the three of us. And I feel way more safe. And I go, and, Andy, I got to go. I got to go to the gym. And he goes, okay, well, hey, give me a hug. And I, and I go, and I give him a hug. And then he holds my hips, and he looks at me, and he goes, work out hard. And then I fucking run out of there, hop in my car, call my mom, tell her the story, and she's like, what the fuck? Are you kidding me? You're moving back home, the fucking Hollywood weird, jerk you off, in. fucking jerk you off, these Hollywood weirdos, you're getting the fuck out of there, you're coming home to Jersey, and you're working for your Uncle John. And welcome to the podcast, folks. This is Just Count to Ten. I am your host, Vinnie Falcone. And this is the Anger Management Podcast that won't help you with your anger. We'll just get angry together. Now, you're probably asking yourself, Vinny, how did you forget that story last week? Well, <laughs> I don't know. And I gotta be honest, that whole thing was fucking true. The whole fucking story was true. And all he is that, hear these like sexual abuse stories of women... um. And you're like, what the fuck, man? Just like, you, you sure just fucking left. You, you didn't have to be there. Just fucking leave. It's, you know what? It's so weird when it's happening to you. You almost don't even want to like be rude. I mean, that, that's how I felt. You almost just like don't even want to be rude. And listen, I could have fucking killed this guy. I'm way stronger than him. He's old. I could have beat this shit out of him if he tried something. And like, he never actually tried something like technically like he he just told me what he wanted to do with me um but still i i went into his house i fucking was on a couch with him i who knows what would have proceeded after that but it's like dude it was so fucking weird that it's like you don't even you, yeah you just you don't even know it's happening it was just fucking bizarre um yeah man so that was my story. That was my that was my famous <laughs> celebrity story, and boy, holy shit! did Did that take a, a while to shake that one off? Boy, um, yes. Yeah, so that that was that was the thing I, I somehow forgot last week. Um, but uh, quick note: I just it's something unrelated, but I just I just like have to talk about it because I just y- you know I'm trying to cut out social media. As much as I can, I have I have like an hour time limit on my phone. That like once I hit an hour, it's like listen, cocksucker, get off Instagram. And but I, I just like you see these celebrities and you see these like like the Met dude. If you've seen the Met Gala pictures or like videos of like these celebrities wearing these outfits, how fucking embarrassed are you? Aren't these people embarrassed to be themselves? This fucking Gigi Hadid chick with this, like, large coat that is basically like a gown. Four people are holding her fucking, like, coat as she walks through the thing. And it's like this freckly fucking bitch who just has rich parents and she became a fucking model because this, that, and the other. And she's got a good nose and... And you know she grew up in Malibu, and people found her, and now she's getting paid to just fucking look at a camera. A regular girl, you know. Her brother, her brother dated fucking uh, Dua Lipa for a couple of years. This kid looks like he's got a couple months to live. Looks like shit, and he's dating the fucking pop star who I would fucking eat her underwear. You know, Zoe, if you're listening to this, that's a figure speech. You know, ask anybody. But he's dating a fucking pop star just because his parents are rich? I mean, this kid looks like you you, he, you pulled him out of, of, of a fucking cave with Bin Laden. And you're like, holy shit, what the hell are you? He's like, I, I believe I'm a man. And you're like, I, I disagree, but you know, stand in the corner over there until we figure this shit out. And he's dating one of the biggest pop stars in the world right now. And it's like the half these people that are dressed like fucking cartoon characters at this Met Gala thing should be embarrassed. Why don't you donate this fucking $15,000 you spent on a dress you're going to wear once and buy a kid a fucking bowl of Applejacks? You know, the amount of money these people have for no fucking reason is insulting to all of us. I'm going to Whole Foods and fucking getting like two less bell peppers because I don't want to break the bank, but this fucking moly bitch has four people holding her North Face jacket that was turned into a fucking cape. Fucking... It's just... It blows my mind. And then you see this guy, Travis Barker, who was, what, the drummer for Blink-182, a rock star, tattooed from head to toe, survived a plane crash. Now he's dating a Kardashian, and he turned him into one of these fucking poodles that gets trained to walk on two feet. He looks like one of these fucking dogs that gets trained in China that's beaten with a bamboo stick to walk on its hind legs. This fucking guy. He's wearing, like, these big, like, like, woman glasses and, like, The like fucking wearing these costumes with these Kardashians and it's just like have you forgotten where you've come from? did this little piece of pussy fucking change who you are completely? it's like these people are some of the worst people in the world oh Vinny you can't say that they fucking you don't even fucking know them no 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 I know it's like the worst people alright yes I don't know their character but it's like we are, are idolizing people that literally a family got famous off of Kim Kardashian. And this is no news. This, is, this isn't this is a new hot take. I'm just rehashing what's going on. This chick, we used to organize fucking Paris Hilton's closet, okay? She looked like the fucking Persian lady that asked for the manager at a restaurant because her fucking soup wasn't that hot. Not a good-looking chick organizing Paris Hilton's fucking closets. All of a sudden, she, sh- she sucks this guy's fucking baseball bat of a dick, Next thing you know, she's famous, and then all of her fucking sisters, who look like people that, like, fucking, you know, whole, you know, extras in Aladdin, fucking looking for bread in the market with fucking, you know, the monkey, and then all of a sudden, they're beating NBA players, and they're famous, and they have big houses, and all of a sudden, it's all of them on a fucking TV show complaining about how their salad isn't that tasty, and we're all watching it, and now they're fucking billionaires. I mean, Jesus Christ, like we are, we are, we are paying their salary. We are paying their salary. We are allowing them to have a career and their career is just, yeah, how could she say that? Oh my God. Like, like, uh, God, I mean, it's just. I'm sputtering over here because I'm just so fucking flabbergasted, but anyway, I just, I gotta get, I gotta stop seeing these fucking dipshits, these stupid fucking celebrities that half of them have no fucking talent, the, the fucking kid in Euphoria, the fucking drug dealer kid, it, like, you listen to him talk, and you're like, is he a fucking stroke victim, holy shit, was he, in a, was he in a fucking coma? And then the doctor was like, all right, we have one last ditch effort before you pull the plug. I'm just going to slap this kid really fucking hard. Maybe they'll bring him out of the coma. And then they bring this guy. They chalk up his hand, slap him across the face, and he comes out. He's like, oh, how long was I out? And then the producers producers of Euphoria are like, holy shit, he's perfect for our drug dealer. And all of a sudden, this kid's, this kid's fucking famous, and I'm over here fucking carrying golf clubs? Just bad, folks. It's just fucking bad. All right, so last week's date night, I went to um, a Chelsea Handler uh, show with my girlfriend and my mom. Um, now I know that's like you know I know it's a date night. My mom's there, but, you know, but still, it's something to do with Zoe that normally I wouldn't do. So, and I like Chelsea Handler. I think she's a really funny comic. I think she's just a funny person in general. Very interesting story. She's also from Jersey. Seems like a cool chick. Um, She's a little too much into the whole, like, race thing for me. Like, she's, like, too, like, you know, white people suck for me. Um, even though she's a fucking white person who's doing pretty fucking well. Um, yeah, she's been to Africa a couple times on a fucking safari. She thinks she's a world traveler over here. She thinks she's, like, the fucking spokesperson for the UN because she's been to Africa a couple times. been on a, a few elephants and shit. But whatever. I like her. So we're going to her show last week at the Wiltern, and the ticket just says 9.30 show, right, there's a 7.30 show, and there's a 9.30 show, all it says is just 9.30 show, so we show up at like 9.10, 9.15, or whatever, and we show up, we we walk up to the theater, and there's this long line, and I'm like, oh shit, okay, all right, well, I mean, we're a little early, but whatever, so we keep walking, we keep, and this line, turns into fucking two blocks, two blocks, this line, and th- and we were early, the line eventually turned into four fucking blocks, okay, so we're standing out there, my mom's cold, so I give her my jacket, okay, so now I'm a little chilly, we're waiting out there, we got there at nine fifteen. It says show nine thirty. The doors don't fucking open until nine forty. So we're out there for like twenty fucking minutes, twenty five minutes, just sitting on the street in fucking Koreatown with all this riffraff walking by. And by the way, the 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 way the line wraps around, we're in front of a Denny's. Okay, so you imagine you imagine the fucking garbage bags that walk into a Denny's on a Tuesday at like nine forty five it's it's not your fucking you know white picket fence family with a labrador retriever you know what i'm saying golden retriever what the fuck so we're sitting out there for like 25 minutes finally finally the fucking doors open okay we walk through we get to our seats we walk in nice theater however there's folding chairs all the seating is folding chairs I mean I don't know what like the, the top mezzanine was cuz I didn't go up there cuz we had like middle seats. It's like the the orchestra seats if you will, and then the next level up is where we sat the middle great right seats and then the the top mezzanine. But here's the thing. Our seats didn't turn out to be that good because they're fucking folding chairs and there's no slight ascension in the rows. Like you know like when you when like you're into a theater, every row is slightly higher than the one before you. So that way, if you get some tall lanky fuck his head isn't in your view, or even not as much, because you're slightly higher than him, right? Well, in the Wiltern, it's all just one level, for whatever fucking reason. I guess in 1930, they didn't think that through. So, I'm sitting behind this fucking guy, who's like 6'4", and his big fucking head is blocking the stage. So, my good seat turned out to be fucking Ungats, because now I got this guy's big fucking head in front of me, okay? So, we're sitting there, it's like 940 now. And I'm like, if she has a fucking opener, we're not gonna see her until after ten, probably. Motherfucker. Now it's ten o'clock, and I'm like, holy shit, n- no, nothing, nothing, nothing's going on. And they just have this like Netflix is a joke, like trailer just running over and over again, like the shit they use to fucking torture terrorists, just over and over again. I'm am see- seeing Fortune Femster and her big fucking head just over and over and over again. I'm seeing like. <laughs> So now it's ten. Now it's ten ten, and I'm like, "What the fuck is going on?" I swear to God, if she has an opener, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. Now it's ten twenty. The lights dim. Everyone's going, "Woo, yeah, yeah!" Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Netflix is a joke. I'm like, everyone's like, "Yeah!" Please give a round of a hand for your first performer. I'm like, first? Oh. God. God, so-and-so, Gonzalez, And then this girl comes out, and, like, I gotta be honest, I was one of those cunty fucking audience members that for the first couple minutes of her act, I didn't want to laugh. Like, I I was one of those annoying people where I just, I didn't want to laugh. Because I got there at 9.15, granted we're early. She doesn't go on until, like, 10.10 or 10.20. And I'm like, she's at least doing 15 minutes. Okay? But you know what, she was really fucking funny, I, f- I forget her name, I, th- I think I think started with like a T, like Teresa Gonzalez or something, she was really fucking funny, like really like tight act, super funny, the first like couple minutes she like mentioned Chelsea Handler a little too much for me, and I'm like, it's her whole fucking act, just like talking about how she's like, knows Chelsea Handler, and then I'm like, oh, you know what, she's just nobody that everyone came to see Chelsea, she's just getting the crowd on her side, I totally get it. And when she, like, broke into her actual material, really fucking funny. But she, so, she, she does 20 minutes. Now, let's say she goes on stage at 10.15, right? So, now it's, it's fucking, it's 10.35. And then, now Chelsea comes on. And she does an hour and a half, okay? Hour and a half. And partway through her act, she goes on this, like, rant about how white straight men are fucking evil. And the whole arena erupts they even even she gets a couple people go more 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 how 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 are men more evil how are straight white men more evil and then she goes white men (laughs) you're not allowed to talk about sex or gender everyone's like yes fuck them fuck those white pieces of shit and you're not allowed to talk about race you can't talk about sex, gender, or race because you know why? You're straight and you're white. And everyone's like, fuck them! And I'm just like sitting there, like putting my fucking collar up. Like I'm hiding out from the fucking FBI. I'm like worried I'm getting like assaulted in this place. And like I look over at my mom, and my mom is so fucking pissed off. She's like, she like whispers to me. She goes, you know what, Vin? Fuck her because you know why? My sons are white men. What the fuck is she talking about? (laughs) my mom loves Chelsea Handler. It was just so fucking bizarre, man. And I like her, but it's like, you're you're gonna fucking, like, there's a bunch of white guys here tonight that are with their girlfriends because either they like you and or they're being good boyfriends to their partners and, like, allowing them to, like, go out and have this date night with them where they're seeing, like, their female comic. And it's like, you're gonna insult a portion of the audience... It's like, fuck you, Chelsea. Guess what? Like Bill Burr said, it's like, Bill Burr like in Paper Tiger has just one joke where he's like, oh yeah, white guys, all these like white women want to complain about how these white guys are so fucking evil. He's like, bitch, shut up. You're in the fucking jacuzzi with me. You know? It just, like, Bill Burr's like, like, oh yeah, a white lady has it so hard. Your life is just slightly worse than mine. You know? I don't know. It was just very off-putting. The show started super fucking late. We got there at nine fifteen. We didn't get out of there till twelve. I didn't get home until like twelve thirty. And it's like, dude, put doors open at nine thirty. Don't just put nine thirty. You know, it was, it was just it was just a little fucking off putting to be honest with you. But um, all right. So let, let me get into what happened today. Let, 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 let me let me close it out with, oh boy. So I'm full time at the golf course now. My schedule before was Tuesday, so basically off Monday, Wednesday, right, but since I'm full-time at the golf course now, and I'm not like, you know, I don't, I'm not guaranteed five days, because sometimes it's like a slow week, whatever, so I can just, I try to take whatever loops I can get especially if they're like if like someone requested me so i'm there tuesday and i'm planning to be off wednesday and just like fucking sleep in and just chill and get a haircut and whatever and i'm about to leave my manager goes hey Vinny, you want to work tomorrow and i'm like ah oh, well i'm gonna hang out with my girlfriend because she's leaving out of town on Thursday." So he's like oh okay well you're on request but I, just, I thought i'd ask i'm like oh who is it that's the ladies and it's 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 my regulars they're they're fucking great they're super sweet they only play nine holes, so I'm there for like two and a half hours. I make anywhere between like 150 to 200 bucks in tips. It's fucking easy. So I'm like, oh, okay. I'll do that. I'll be in and out. I can still hang out with my girlfriend, right? So I have to be there at 945. So I wake up this morning fucking just tough to get out of bed. And I leave my house on time. And I take this, like, I love this way to work. It's the, it's the best commute I've had to work in the seven years i lived in Los Angeles, and I take the back streets of my neighborhood, which is Studio City, up into Mulholland, then I take it to Coldwater, then as the fucking California losers say, it spits me out into like Beverly Hills, I go through Beverly Hills. I go into Santa Monica Boulevard. I make it right onto Century City. but but a boop. I'm at the fucking Country Club. It's an easy drive. I don't have to go over 45 miles an hour. I can space out, listen to a podcast. It's beautiful. It's nice. So I leave in time, and I'm like, all right, fuck, all right, just a couple hours, easy, 200 bucks. Get out of there, hang out with Zoe. It is what it is. Okay, nice. So I turn on to, I turn on to Laurel Canyon Boulevard. Okay, all of a sudden I hit traffic, and I'm like, "What the fuck? What the fuck is going on and i I, I know that there was like there, there was like some tree trouble or something, or like some tree work up, and I'm like, okay, maybe maybe this will just be you know a little fucking hiccup, but all of a sudden i I'm in there for like ten minutes, and also like there's very little cars on this commute, but there's a fucking ton of cars today, and it's getting me nervous. But I give myself plenty of time to get to work, so it shouldn't be a problem. Even if I hit 10, 15 minutes of traffic, I should be there on time. Maybe like a little, like 10 minutes late, whatever. And it just, it's taken forever. And it's taken forever. And I text my manager, I go, hey, there's a little bit, a bit, a little bit of traffic right now, I might be like a little bit late. And he's like, okay, no worries. Then finally, I get up to the light, and I turn right onto Mulholland, and and it's, and it's scot-free. And I go, whoo okay, great. Fucking A, man. That was so scary. And I'm going to Mulholland for like five, ten minutes. And I'm like, okay, whoo, Jesus Christ. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, a dead stop in Mulholland. And there's nothing worse than being at the top of Mulholland. And looking down where Mulholland meets Coldwater and just seeing the fucking 400 yards of where you have to go is bumper-to-bumper bumper traffic. And I'm just going, holy shit, I might be fucked. Because if this is backed up in Mulholland, Coldwater is going to be a fucking parking lot, too. But I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'm overreacting. Maybe, maybe something's going to go fucking on, and, and it'll be okay. And I'm sitting there for like 10, 15 minutes. And now, 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 my, my I gotta be, in, I gotta be at work in a half hour, and I'm at least a half hour away. If this opens up, and then I call my manager and I go, "Hey, man, I'm in the worst traffic I've ever had on this fucking road. I don't know what to do." He's like, "I'm like, can I just stick it out? And then if I can't make it, just call you in time for you to put someone else in the loop." He's like, "Yeah, don't worry about it. Just, just let me know." and I'm trying to keep it together, folks, okay, I'm trying to keep it together, I have not lost my shit in my car in a long time, and just to give you an idea of what I used to do in my car, and I'm not proud of this, and I hopefully don't think I'm a fucking crazy person, or like turned off, I'm just saying this in hopes that if you feel this way too, or if you have outbursts, maybe you don't feel alone, or if you think that you're bad, and then you hear this, and you're like, holy shit, (laughs) I'm not bad at all, May it'll make you feel better about yourself. I used to to fucking bite... Okay, this is fucking... I used to bite my steering wheel in traffic. I used to punch my steering wheel. I used to fucking bite my phone. Okay, I used to fucking almost tear off the center console. Okay, like the... Yeah, it just... I used to do some crazy shit. But I've been better for a while. Okay? But something about this morning, and like having to get up early, and like... Not normally working, but, like, working anyway and having to, like, miss my haircut appointment. And now I might miss my loop. So I got up early, drove for a half hour, and still might miss my loop. I just, things, things are starting to fucking unravel. Things are starting to boil here. And all of a sudden, I realize it's not going to work out for me. So I just do, like, a quick one-two punch on my steering wheel. And I'm like, oh, hold on, hold on. Let's not lose it yet. Let's not lose it yet hang on, hang on, and then I get to like a hundred yards away from the stop sign, or the stoplight rather, and I see that cold water is also backed up, like there's like, you can't even really make a left onto cold because it's that backed up, and I, I just, I, <clears throat> I punch my steering wheel probably six or seven times, now my hand's bleeding, I do a K-turn. Someone from behind me beeped at me, even though we're not going anywhere. So I yell at them. I do the K-turn. I fucking tear ass out of there, almost like fishtail, and hit oncoming traffic. I call my manager, and I'm just like, I basically just just yell, I'm not going to fucking make it. This is a fucking joke. Traffic sucks. I'm sorry. He's like, okay, all good. Don't worry. We'll get someone else on it. Just take it easy. I hang up. And then I just, I just, I don't even, I kind of black out a little bit, and I don't even know how much, how many times I punch my steering wheel, but, like, my hands bruised, it's bleeding, there may be a new crack in my <laughs> steering wheel, I punch it so hard, I didn't even know this could happen, I punched my steering wheel so hard that my windshield wipers turned on, didn't think that was a thing, um, and then, um, called Zoe, because, you know, why not ruin her morning by fucking bitching to her, and then just couldn't find parking in my neighborhood, and I just fucking lost my shit again, walked in the house, threw my shit, and then just, like, hopped in bed, and I'm like, you know what, I just need to go to sleep and pretend like that didn't happen, and wake up, and pretend like I had a new morning, because here's the thing, here's the thing, and it fucking sucks, because everyone says, oh, the first hour of the day, the waking hour, is the most important hour of your day, because it sets the tone for the whole entire day, well, doesn't that fucking suck, folks, doesn't that fucking suck, how we all go to work, how we all have to get up and go to work, So generally, the first hour of our day is getting into our car when we don't want to do it, drive to a place we fucking hate, and then go sit or fucking do whatever we got to do that we fucking can't stand. No wonder everyone is fucking miserable. No wonder. Because the first hour of your day, the most important part, usually you're getting fucking plowed. And then the rest of the day, you're just just putting band-aids on your asshole because it's fucking bleeding from getting fucked by life okay, I'm constantly just getting fucked by life, I'm just, I'm getting, I'm just, I just gotta bite the pillow, take a, I'm like the fucking kids in sleepers, I'm just getting fucked, and, and I can barely tell my priest Robert De Niro about it, and it's just, I got no one to turn to, except for you guys, and I, and I, and I just, I just, I got it, and now I gotta get up early and like meditate and shit, or like drink coffee, or do something, stretch, fucking clean my toes. I don't know what I gotta do, but now I gotta get up an hour early and like ease into this shit. But you know what? I'm kind of proud of myself because I came home, didn't even talk to Zoe. I did not kick the dog. I just went to bed for two hours. I woke up at like twelve, and just like started my routine. Okay, and then as soon as I started my routine, and then I called in Zoe. I go, Zoe. She's like what? I go get in here. She goes, what? I go I gotta fucking come. She's like what? I go I gotta fucking come. I can't jerk off because I, I gotta I gotta I gotta make someone hurt a little bit. She's like what? What the fuck? But also kind of like what? What the fuck? You gonna hurt me? I go I go lay down. You know I'll take care of you. I'll fucking preheat the oven as they say. But it's, I, I'm you're, I'm gonna fucking you know lay one into you a little bit. And I just proceeded to fucking just just throw her a beating, you know, and, um, you know, of course, I was, like, romantic about it, but, you know, fucking move, move the bed a little bit, you know what I mean, rearrange the room, and, um, just fucking let one off, and, uh, you know, drank my coffee, did a wordle, went to the, uh, the golf shop, you know, uh, you know, shopping for three irons, hit the gym, recorded a podcast, and even though my hand is still bruised, and, uh, there's gonna be a cut there, I I took control of the day. I took control of the day, folks. Well, listen, the ending wasn't that funny, but it was kind of like the the inception of this podcast is just talking about how I have anger problems. Hopefully, you do too when you don't feel so lonely. But yeah, that's that. I got date night tonight with Zoe because she's out of town for a little bit. So I'll check back next week on what an an abomination this was. Um, But hopefully it's going to be fun. But anyway, guys, hey, I appreciate all yous. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next week. Bye.